Hello and welcome to another edition of the Homeschool Educational Supplement that we know as Interesting Stuff. And today, as always, we are picking out a controversial topic for us to discuss. And what we're going to look at is the right to vote. And more specifically, the right for women to vote as they have been fighting for equal rights for thousands of years. Now, you might think that things have perhaps always been slightly unequal, that there has been some level of inequality always down throughout time. Well, it's not strictly true. Let's start by having a little bit of a look at ancient history. Now, in Mesopotamia, women in ancient Sumer could buy, own, sell, and inherit property. They had the right to engage in commerce and could testify in court as witnesses. And not only were these freedoms available, but it's interesting to note that many female deities were worshipped during that period of time as well. And if you think about the gods of different ancient cultures, women frequently appear in the list, especially under the topics of love and human relationships, and very specifically in topics such as fertility, which you can't really deny as one of the most important topics for humanity. Now, in ancient Egypt, women enjoyed the same rights under the law as a man. We often think of that society as quite heavy-handed and male-dominated. However, it wasn't. Property descended in the female line from mother to daughter, and women were entitled to administer their own property. Women in ancient Egypt could buy, sell, be a partner in legal contracts, be an executor in wills, be a witness to legal documents, and even bring court actions and adopt children. And in India, women during the early Vedic period enjoyed equal status with men in all aspects of life. Works by ancient Indian grammarians suggest that women were highly educated during that period of time. And verses written by poets suggest that women married at a mature age and were probably free to select their own husbands. And being aware of these different types of cultures and realizing that these different types of freedoms existed, you have to wonder what happened down throughout time that so many freedoms were lost. Now, it's a big topic, but that is probably due to the rise and fall of civilizations. For as cultures and countries became wealthy, they also, at the same time, became lazy. And then they were right for invasion and domination, and so the great cultures fell. And people lost their rights and had to fight for them all over again. Now, in Western culture, women's fight for rights, which is also known as suffrage, had many different movements in many different countries. So let's just take a few examples. First, in New Zealand, well, that was the first country where all women could vote. And that was back in 1893, 
where New Zealand became the first self-governing country to grant the vote to all women. Years of campaigning resulted in a petition signed by over 30,000 women and the passing of the Electoral Act. However, it would be another 25 years before they were allowed to stand for a position in Parliament. In Britain, campaigners were fiercely fighting for women's rights under the motto, Deeds Not Words. The representation of the People Bill passed in 1918, giving women over the age of 30 who held property the right to vote. Their rights were far from equal, though, as men could vote from the age of 21. But it marked the start of a journey in the right direction. Now in France, however, it was a different story. Women were not given the right to vote in general elections until after the Second World War, which was in stark contrast to countries like Finland, where well over a hundred years ago the electoral system was completely reformed and both men and women were given unrestricted rights to vote and stand for parliament. Now in the United States, despite there being hundreds of women's rights groups, there was much confusion within the law with different states granting suffrages at different times and it wasn't until the 19th amendment to the u.s constitution was added in 1920 that women were declared equal citizens which really is kind of crazy because you think of america as this country of equality where everybody has free speech but um what's the point in speaking free if you can't vote at all right Yep, what is it they say? The most enslaved are those who believe they are the most free, or something like that. Huh, I don't know. Anyway, a little bit of information about Switzerland. And it's interesting here that it wasn't until 1971 that the national vote was required to change Switzerland's constitution. And only then were women given a political voice in the country. And looking down through these historical examples, it's interesting to realize how far society has progressed and how different things are in different countries. You can just hop over a border and in one country you can have freedoms and rights and in the next country you'll be the same person but you won't have any rights at all. It's always puzzled me. A bit bizarre that one. Now we can't look at the right to vote in history without highlighting some of the key figures who fought for women's rights. So here are a few examples that you might like to look at in a bit more depth. Number one, Emmeline Pankhurst, who lived from 1858 to 1928. She was a British suffragette and founder of the Women's Social and Political Union. She was famous for being arrested many times in her fight for voting rights. Number two, Kate Shepard, who lived from 1847 to 1934. After migrating from England to New Zealand, Shepard campaigned for suffrage through consistently writing to the press and public speaking. Number three, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, who lived from 1815 to 1902. She was outraged that women were excluded from an anti-slavery convention, and as a result, held the first Women's Rights Convention in New York State in the USA. Number four, Hermila Galindo Acosta, who lived from 1886 to 1954. 
Acosta co-created the feminist magazine and helped to influence changes in divorce law through her political connections in different countries. And finally, number five, Sojourner Truth, who lived from 1797 to 1883. Wow, look at that. She was almost she was almost 90 years old. Wow. When she gained her freedom after many years of slavery, she became a leading abolitionist and champion of women's rights. Her 1851 speech, Ain't I a Woman, challenged attitudes to race and gender at the time. And that is just scratching the surface, for there are hundreds of thousands of women down throughout history who have campaigned and fought for women's rights to make things equal across society and culture. And it's kind of sad to think that still today in some countries things are not equal. There's not equality of opportunity. But at least if we know where the problem is and what the problem is, maybe we can do something about it. And so just to round things off, the Universal Declaration of Human Rights was adopted in 1948. Now this document enshrines the equal rights of men and women and addressed both issues of equality and equity. It was signed by most countries following the Second World War as a symbol of peace and a promise to work together for a better future. Further to that, in 1979, the United Nations General Assembly adopted the Convention on the Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, which has been described as an International Bill of Rights for Women. And this came into force on the 3rd of September, 1981. Sadly, there are still a few countries that have not ratified it. And so it seems there's still some work to be done out there. And I think... No matter where you live, no matter which country you're in, no matter which culture you belong to, no matter which religion you follow, it's necessary to have some constitution, some convention against discrimination against all people. There should be laws against discrimination against women. There should be laws against discrimination against minorities, against men, against children as well. For only if we all view each other as equal do we then have an opportunity to make everything better. And that's what we're all here for on the planet, right? Help each other out. Give each other a hand. So that's it for today. I hope you found something interesting in the topic. I hope you'll remember something. As always, there's uh, comprehension questions under the video to help you with your understanding. And if you want some different subject in the future, drop me a line and let me know what you'd like to hear about. So have a good day, take care, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.